Hey, and welcome back to the only no-filter career podcast, The Straight Shooter Recruiter. I'm Emily, and I'm an experienced early talent recruiter who is obsessed with giving top talent all of the insider tips and advice on all things career. Today's topic sucks. Straight up, it does. Today, we're going to talk about what you do when you poured your heart and soul into an interview and they hit you with that decline. For this topic, and for all topics, it's really important to remember that these are just my opinions. They aren't right or wrong, and they're also not the opinion of my employer or any of my previous employers. With that out of the way, let's jump right in. For starters, I've been there too. I've done a bunch of phone interviews and was eventually invited to the final round just to be told that I wasn't going to get the job. I've been told via email, over the phone, and I've also been ghosted. So first, I want to say sorry, because honestly, getting declined never feels good. And on the flip side, it is my least favorite part of the job. The reason I wanted to make this episode is because, like everything in life, getting declined can actually be an opportunity to build relationships and grow, if you handle it the right way. I've had candidates take declines with such grace that I actually ended up reaching out when I had new roles available and hired them on the spot. And on the flip side of that, I have had some declines go so wrong, like they should be on a reality TV show wrong. And to be honest, I don't know if I would be open to interviewing those candidates again just because of how bad they handled the decline the first time. This episode is probably going to be really short because unlike other topics that I cover, to me at least, this subject is pretty black and white. There's a right way to handle declines and a wrong one. So let's say you've completed your final round interview. It was probably with the manager or one of the members of the team and not with your recruiter. So basically, in a perfect world, they'd call you back in about two to five days with an update. And remember, if it's been a few days, you are well within your right to follow up. If they don't respond after two, three, four, maybe even five follow-ups, there's a pretty good chance you're getting ghosted. And sometimes this happens completely by accident. Something urgent might have come up that's now priority. They may have thought that they already spoke with you, or it may have honestly fallen off the radar to follow up. It doesn't make it right, but eventually, if it was an accident, they should reach out with an, oh my gosh, I am so sorry, here's why I didn't follow up. I can tell you that because I'd be lying if I said I haven't made this mistake before. So do account for human error in your wait times. But in the event that you don't ever hear back, you've got to let it go. You've been ghosted. It's unprofessional. It's mean. It sucks. They shouldn't have done it. But you need to forgive and forget. As frustrating as it is, you cannot send the company a rude email calling them out or tweet them or post on Facebook. Not because we should cut the company slack, but because how we speak about others says a lot more about us than it does about them. You don't know who's eventually going to see those nasty tweets or Facebook posts. You don't know if the person who received your angry email will eventually interview you at another company five years down the line. It's not worth it. My advice, accept that you've been ghosted, open up some Ben and Jerry's, a bottle of wine, and let yourself be angry, and then move on. 
If the company you interviewed for sends you an email or gives you a call to let you know you didn't get the job, here's how I would handle it. And this is coming from someone who not only calls to decline people, but has received a very fair share of no's. Usually the recruiter is the person who's going to deliver this message. And for simplicity's sake, I'm going to call your recruiter, Bob. So your boy Bob calls and he asks if you've got some time to chat. And you do. You've been waiting by your phone for an update for the last three days. Bob starts off by thanking you for your time, and he's probably going to tell you something that you did really well in the interview. Tip number one, the positive feedback you receive is genuine. It's not to soften the blow. Give yourself a pat on the back when you deserve it. And then the bad news comes. Bob lets you know you're not getting the job. You're gutted. You thought you had this one in the bag. You want to cry and tell Bob exactly where he can put it and then hang up the phone. Pro tip, maybe don't do that. Instead, here's what you're actually going to do. You're going to start by taking a deep breath and then following these three steps. Step number one, say thank you. Even if you aren't that thankful, you should thank them for reaching out. And maybe you can thank them for the experience or the opportunity. Your recruiter is a person too, and trust me when I say they hate doing this. Step number two, be real. If you're upset, it is completely okay to say, honestly, I'm a little bit disappointed because I was really looking forward to starting on this team. Step number three is get feedback. But pro tip, only ask for feedback when you're ready to receive it. Otherwise, it's just going to leave you hurt, which may make you respond a little unprofessionally. So if you're ready, ask your recruiter what you could have done better or where you can improve for next time. And if you're not ready, wrap that phone call up and maybe you send an email to the recruiter two or three days later asking where you can improve. All right, let's put all three of those steps together. We're going to make a sentence. You're going to tell Bob something that sounds like, Bob, thank you so much for calling and for setting time up with the team for me. I really enjoyed meeting them, which is why I'm a little bit disappointed, but I completely understand your decision. If you don't mind me asking, is there anything I can do to improve as a candidate? What we're not going to say is, wow, you just lost an amazing candidate. Big mistake, Bob. You don't know how to do your job. I've been told that before. Swap Emily in for Bob, and it's word for word. The first time someone yelled at me after I declined them, I think I cried. I took it so personally. Although I'm more used to delivering bad news now, it never really gets easier. So just do your best to be kind because trust me, people remember these things. So when it comes to negotiating, I just want to be crystal clear. If you feel like you were declined because they don't see a skill that you truly believe you have, it's 100% appropriate for you to have that conversation with the recruiter to better understand the specifics of why you're not getting the job. It might be a matter of you finding new ways to demonstrate that skill in interviews or in the conversations you're having. What I'm trying to get you to avoid is coming from a place of aggression or trying to tell someone that they're wrong. But asking for feedback and taking it well shows you're resilient and it shows that you care. And those are the things that matter. Do your best to use opportunities like this to learn where you can do better, to improve even when times are tough. I know it's easier said than done because it is such a hit to the ego. You can imagine that declines hurt a little bit extra when you're a recruiter because, in theory, I should be great at interviews. 
but trust me when I say people will never forget how you made them feel. So do your best to be your best. I read a quote on Instagram, which I know, not the most legit source of quotes, but it is what it is. I liked it and you're going to hear it. It's, if the door doesn't open, it's not your door. I thought there were jobs that were absolutely perfect for me that I didn't get. And at the time, it felt like the end of the world. But it's all about perspective. If I would have landed one of those jobs, I wouldn't be here. And I don't mean in my pajamas with a face mask on recording a podcast. I mean, I wouldn't be in what I now consider to be my dream job at my dream company. I know it's cheesy, but we have to believe things happen for a reason. This was a really short episode, but the moral of the story is be kind, be curious, and then be ready to move on. If you feel like your question wasn't answered in today's episode, head down into the description and send me your questions on LinkedIn or Facebook. But if not, thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week.